there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This is episode 81, and I am talking with a graduate of our sleep e-coaching program, Taylor Spooner. She joins me to share her story of how she sleep trained her daughter using our program. I love chatting with you guys because it is so important to hear from others, not just me, that this stuff works. And so I know you're going to love Taylor's interview today, especially if you've been on the fence about making sleep a thing for your family. So let's get started and hear all about Taylor's journey. Okay, guys, today I have Taylor here on the podcast with us, and I'm so excited to connect with her because like so many families that are sharing their success on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and everywhere, I love connecting to hear more stories, and I know she's going to have some great points that will resonate with so many of y'all. So Taylor, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and be sharing our story. Yes. Well, share with us a little bit about where you're located, your family. Give us a little snapshot of you guys. Yeah, so we are located just outside of Atlanta. My husband and I have been married uh, going on four years, and we just had our first baby, Peyton. She is 10 months old. Um, I can't believe I'm already planning her first birthday. So this this year has just gone by so quickly. But um, but yeah, so we are kind of, I guess we're out of the newlywed phase now and fully into parenthood. So <laughs> yes. The first, I think the first six months of any child's life is the slowest ever. Yes. It's like, it's, you're just like crawling to get to like the, the next month. And then six to 12 months is like the fastest, I think. I totally agree. I just told someone that earlier this week, the first three to six months, you're, I feel like you're still in newborn phase mm-hmm. and it's just every day so slow. And then once they get to sitting, it's, it's all crazy from there. <laughs> Is, um, is Peyton working on like standing, walking, cruising, anything? Yes. She is walking when I hold her hands and pulling up on everything. So I know our lives are about to get a lot crazier. (laughs) And I think, so, I mean, we talked about like the, the slowness and the fastness of the six to 12, but 10 to 14 months was always my favorite because they go from baby to toddler, like super fast. And I'm sure you're even seeing glimpses of like, oh my gosh, you're not a baby anymore. You're like, you're like a little person. Exactly. I know her little personality is coming out. It's so fun. I love it. Well, let's back up and go through how you guys were maybe preparing. If you did, if you were one of those that was like preparing for Mm -hmm. sleep or for just life in general, and when you were pregnant and expecting, what was that time like for you guys? Yes. So before I was pregnant, I was a very structured person. I was a teacher and I was all about routine and regimen. And I thought when I have my baby, that's exactly how I'm going to be. I'm going to be structured and she's going to be structured and it's going to be great. (laughs) So when I was pregnant, I read all of the sleep training books like Moms on Call and Baby Wise. And then I actually had Peyton and I tried these sleep training methods. And for some reason, that level of structure just brought on a lot of guilt and anxiety for me. Um... I guess you could say it just didn't work with me mentally. And so I'll give you an example. When, when we needed to go to the store or, you know, go to the grocery store and get something. And I was in the midst of this mom's on call routine. I got to a point where I actually felt guilty for leaving the house Mm. if it was during her nap time. And I, I just felt like as a mom, that's not how I wanted to feel 
towards her. It was almost like I was resenting the schedule. Um, and I just didn't, I, I had a lot of self-reflection and, and I realized that wasn't healthy for me and it probably wasn't healthy for her um, because I wasn't being the best mom I could be. And so I just determined that that level of structure was unhealthy for us, um, which I was kind of surprised by because like I said, I was very, I was a very structured person and um, I think, I think it was just too much structure. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that, that brought upon a lot of anxiety and guilt for me. And, um, that's how I prepared. I tried to prepare for her yeah. <laughs> in training when I was pregnant. And then when she was here, that's what we tried. Um, yeah. there's so nothing like a baby that makes you turn to be the opposite of what you thought you were. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was so shocked. And, and I will say like, I am still a structured person and I still like routine and schedule. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing sleep training. Um, I think it was just, we really needed more flexibility and more freedom and not to feel like we were prisoners in our own house, you know? So that, that has been so freeing, um, doing this program. So. Yeah. And that, uh, that, po- that point you bring up about being prisoner to your own home, I say that in so many ways where I, I want people to know that that's not the life that you should be feeling. It, and, and honestly, though, it may feel like that during um, even our, our two-week or three-week programs. You may feel like, oh my gosh, this is never ending. And a two-week and three-week program literally feels like a two or three-month long program because yeah. you're so hyper-focused on things. But you know, once you're able to lay that foundation, the last thing I want moms to feel like is that they can't do anything and they are like, they are the, the keeper of naps every day, day in and day out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely felt that way before this sleep training program. So it has been totally freeing. So walk us through how did you, which program did you guys get into for our sleepy coachings and walk me through your process of even um, talking with your husband about it and, um, and getting started. What was that kind of beginning phase like for y'all? Right. So we basically Peyton hit the 10 month mark and she was waking up at worst three times a night Mm. and at best one time a night. Um, And one night she had just an inconsolable tantrum. And I thought maybe she has an ear infection because I had heard sometimes the only symptom is um, disturbed sleep. And so the only thing that I could get to do to calm her down was nurse her, which I now know is, is a fatal mistake, but okay. um, (laughs) I, I got her to calm down by nursing her after an hour and a half of crying. And so I told my husband, Nick, I'm going to have to take her to the doctor. I think she has an ear infection. And so I took her and they said, no, her ears look great and she's totally healthy. And so that's when I asked the doctor, should she be sleeping through the night? And he said, yes, most babies at the 10 month mark are sleeping through the night. And so I left the doctor's appointment, came home and really buckled down and realized now is the time. Like this is a sign she should be sleeping through the night. Even the doctor said it. And so I just started researching and actually I remembered your, um, your name from the Facebook group. Um, the little, what is it? Little travelers. Oh um, yeah. Here, yeah. You're mm-hmm. in hacks for we ones. So that group, I remember I had asked you a couple questions on there before. And so I'd heard of, of little Z's sleep before, but I really just started looking into the method and the approach and it really, um, resonated with me. And so I talked, I talked to my husband and I said, let's try this e-coaching program. It's $57. 
we don't have anything to lose at this point other than $57. <laughs> um, and he was like, if it works, I mean, let's, let's go for it. And yeah. so we, we bought it and literally that afternoon, the same day as the doctor's appointment, we watched the 60 minute training, filled out the booklet together and we held each other accountable and said, we're doing this, we're committing to it. And that night we started, um, with the new routine. And so obviously that day she had had her old, you know, her old routine, but that night, uh, bedtime, we really, we really buckled down and did the new routine. Yeah. And so, um, let me see. So I have this, the tracking log, which is super Mm -hmm. So the first night she, um, she woke up three times Mm. and, the first time was only for five minutes and she actually put herself back to sleep. That was at about 10 or 9.30. 10.30, she cried for about 30 minutes and we did go in and check on her and did the 10 minute wait, yeah. one, minute, um, one minute check. And then at two o'clock is really when she lost it, which is usually the time that she would cry yeah. um, for a long time. And so that time she was awake for an hour and a half and we knew going in that this night one was going to be the long night. It was going to be the biggest change, but we had to stay consistent. And so we were up with her from two to three 30. Um, but the next day is when we really did all of the routine changes. So I wasn't nursing her to sleep and I was feeding her at bedtime with all the lights on and, you know, making all of these really big changes that you recommend. Um, and that night she virtually slept through the night, the second night. So she woke up once at 2.30, like she did the night before, um, but she was awake for two minutes and put herself back to sleep. So So by night three, but yeah, by night three, she had nothing. Um, I actually, I had, I circled the regression night, which was night five, but I think she might've regressed on night four. Oh yeah, totally possible. Yeah, we didn't go in there at all. Um, She cried for less than five minutes twice and now we are two and a half weeks of sleeping through the night, and I don't think I've been this rested since before I was pregnant. <laughs> so I feel like a totally new person, and I know my husband travels for work, and so one of his biggest, um, I guess, hopes for going through this program was just peace of mind for him while I'm away, or while he's away. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're all sleeping and, you know, I'm not a zombie the next day. So he, he is home um, some nights, but the nights that he's away, he's, he's really thankful that we're all getting great sleep. It is a game changer when you know, like that Mm -hmm. burden is not there anymore that, you know, I was talking to a mom an hour ago and she was like, right now I'm just playing roulette every night. I don't know what's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Like it doesn't have to be that way. I know. And you, and you get into this mindset of, well, this is my baby. You know, this is this, she's special or he's special and she's never going to learn. And, you know, she'll just figure it out one night. And I, that was one of my biggest takeaways from this program was they are such fast learners. And I almost feel badly for underestimating her ability to learn so quickly. I mean, like I said, she learned, she was virtually sleeping, essentially sleeping through the night on the second night. And, um, yeah, so I, I definitely underestimated her ability to learn quickly. They really do crave sleep. And it never gets old to me. Like, that's why I just love hearing these stories because it never literally gets old. It's like, yes, 
this was a thing. And my husband used to tell me, he would hear me on the phone when I only used to do one-on-ones and I'd get on the phone and be like, yes, I slept through the night. He was like, Becca, you've got to stop being so excited. You know, it's going to happen. Like, no, that's the point is that it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And, and not even just sleeping through the night. I, um, I work from home, but I also go into the office a couple of days. And last week, or no, this week, we were um, out of childcare. And so I had to call my stepmom and said, hey, could you watch her? And I was so nervous to have her nap in a new environment. And that was another part, another fear, I guess, of sleep training was that she'll only learn how to sleep in her crib with, you know, super dark and, you know, in her own environment. And my stepmom asked me when I dropped her off, how long does it take her to fall asleep? And I said, to be honest, this is the first time she's been in a new environment since we've been sleep training. So I don't know what's going to happen. And she texted me and said she put herself to sleep in five minutes. And I was so shocked, pleasantly surprised and shocked. But I, I think it's just so, like I said, it's so freeing to know that she can be in other environments even and learn how to put herself to sleep. Um, different houses completely and put herself to sleep and also have babysitters come and, and feel comfortable knowing that she'll go to sleep and not rely on, you know, have to rely on me or my husband to put her to sleep. So that has been, it feels like a burden lifting off our shoulders for sure. That's amazing. It, it's so incredible to me. And, and we know it's going to happen. And I, I can coach you through those little daily messages like, Hey, yeah, it's happening. Yay, it's exciting. But it's, mm-hmm. it just is amazing every single time that this is something that was possible. And, and I never want parents to feel guilty. Like, even if you're listening to this now and you're like, oh my gosh, I should have already done this. My kid's 18 months now. No, there's all, it's always the right time. You know, it's never something you should feel guilty about. Like, oh, I should have done this sooner. No, everybody has the right time for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I had a feeling she would have random one-off nights where she would sleep through the night. And I tried different swaddles and different, you know, all the different types of things that could possibly get her to sleep through the night. I switched her swaddle, you know, when she was like eight months old, not a swaddle, but the sleep sack. And she slept through the night and I thought, this is it. You know, this is when it's going to happen. And, um, it didn't, it was a one night thing. And I, so that's how I knew she was ready that she had had some, some one-off nights before. Um, and she, yeah. And I, I definitely will be starting sooner for baby number two. <laughs> I know that they can do it. You know what I mean? I know it's possible. So yeah, for sure. Well, I would love to hear, I've got a couple things I want to ask you about first. I would love to hear your encouragement for a mom listening. That's like, Oh my gosh, that's something that's ha- like, that's for real. Like that's true. Like a kid could sleep. So if, if, if there's a mom out there who was like doing the same thing, like you were, like you were just trying new products, trying new things, looking at like, what did I do differently today that made her sleep? We know well tonight. How would you encourage someone who is trying to figure out if this is the right thing for them? I think we underestimate how quickly our babies can learn. And we always think that our baby is going to be the outlier, that our baby is going to be the, the one that doesn't sleep, that won't learn this program. And I would say just give it, if you have the $57 to spend, <laughs> if you're willing to do the e-coaching program, start there because it is a game changer. And you don't realize how much sleep you actually need until you don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, and they are, like I said, they are such fast learners and so resilient. And it, it has been so incredibly um, uplifting and 
has been so freeing to know that she doesn't need me to fall asleep. And I feel like that could be, that could feel almost sad for some moms, you know, oh, my baby needs me to fall asleep. That's so sweet. She needs you in other ways, but when it comes to sleep, she, this is a skill she will need for life and something that she has to have forever. And, you know, it's something that we do on our own and we don't even realize we're doing it. You know, when we wake up in the middle of the night and put ourselves back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So um, your baby will need you for other things, but sleep is so important for everybody. And it's such a good um, skill for them to learn. Um, and it is so worth that consistency. It's just going into that first night, know that it's going to be a long night and it's okay. Um, I will say a big part of our success was my husband and I working together. So if you do have a spouse or a significant other that can help support you and be willing to go in and check and, you know, swap on and off that, that was a huge part of our success. Um, just knowing that we're in it together and having those goals laid out, um, in front of us really helped us stay consistent the whole time. Yes. And literally that's like part of, that's the first thing I even cover is like, you guys got to talk about, about your goals. Like, what do you want to see differently? And that's so key. That is such yeah. good stuff. Um, and thank you for sharing that because it really, I know that that is exactly what some moms are really thinking about right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to spring this on you as well. Um, I'm going to let this be a little like bonus coaching time. Is there any questions you guys have? You're, only, you're two and a half weeks out from, or maybe you just two and a half weeks ago you started. Is there mm -hmm. anything going on right now with Peyton that you're like, oh my gosh, I just got some questions. Any, anything at all that you're wondering about? So obviously, like I said, we're already planning her first birthday. And so I know at the 12 month mark, it's recommended to go from the two nap schedule to the one nap schedule. And quite frankly, when I was going through the e-coaching, I was so focused on the right now, like let's just get this done right now. And I'll probably, I definitely will revisit um, the e-coaching when she switches to the 12 month um, schedule. But is there anything like to be aware of anything, any like heads up, Hey, this is probably going to happen. Um, because right now, She's waking up at seven, going down at nine thirty, and the twelve nap schedule. I believe it's twelve that, or between twelve and one, and that's a lot longer stretch, obviously. So, I guess my question is: Is there anything to like to be aware of going into this new schedule? Anything that mm -hmm. commonly happens? Um, yes, is lots. <laughs> um, and actually I thought you were going to go one direction with this. The number one question I'm asked on the end of a two week program when the baby's about to turn one mom's like, I scheduled her party for 12 and now we have to have like a 12 o'clock nap. I'm like, no, 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 you don't. It's okay. It's not like the day they turn one, you have to go to that. Honestly, it could happen anytime between 12 and 14 months. When anybody like comes to the e-coaching with a 12 month old, we're going to go ahead and get that kid on a one nap schedule because I'm with you. Let's just do it. It really is age appropriate. And that's fine. But it could be anywhere between 12 to 14 months for Peyton. And honestly, right now I I'm almost willing to bet in the next several weeks, you're probably going to need to move it to like a 10 o'clock instead of a nine 30 nap because around 10 months, they do start to need just a little bit more awake time in the morning only. So you might find that she's better with like a 10 AM, but maybe not. I mean, my, my two girls always were 9 30, until I switched them to one nap and then we moved it. Um, because they, they, she will continue to sleep just fine for the morning nap. It'll be the afternoon nap, but you're like, why are you not going to sleep? <laughs> like you need this nap. So they will always go down easier in the morning. 
Um, the biggest suggestion and like the biggest tip that I have is you're going to doubt me to pieces when you're moving to one nap. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the wrong thing, wrong decision. But you have to just push the kid there. And that feels unfair. And I was talking to a mom this morning. She's like, that sounds heartless. I'm like, yeah, I know it does sound heartless. But the more that you like linger, let's say you're pushing your way. Um, and it's um, podcast number 47. I talk about that transition. And mm -hmm. there comes a time where you're like at the 11 o'clock hour and you're working for two days and they have the 11 o'clock and you're like, this feels good. I think this is fine. But the longer you linger at 11, they're never going to get to like the actual nap they should have. And then everything is like early bedtime, early start. It's just a mess. So my biggest encouragement is like, just power through and push, push, push. But there's a lot that happens when they turn one, they, they could go to one nap. They could be starting to walk. Um, they do need to drop if there are any bottles, things like that. So there's definitely a lot that goes on, but it's a fun time too. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's going to be, that's going to be great. And so you might find just right now that she needs a little bit more awake time in the morning and that's okay. Okay. Yeah. I have noticed traditionally her naps were two hours in the morning, one in the afternoon. And I feel like they're slowly getting shorter. I don't yeah. know if because she's sleeping through the night more or if she, you know her body is gradually getting into that okay we can take the two afternoon morning and afternoon and start you know but I have noticed that her naps are getting a little shorter since she started sleeping through the night um so I don't know if that's related or if it's just a coincidence with timing and, and her age yeah I would make sure she's not getting any over 12 hours of nighttime sleep so if she's ever at like 12 hours and 15 minutes, honestly, that extra 15 minutes could be taken away from the nap. But I would, if you're, if you're experiencing shorter naps and she's 10 months old, I would give her an extra half hour awake time. Okay. Yeah. And you're not, you're going to doubt that as well. Be like, no, this is terrible. She's so cranky, but just push her. Because so often when you do that, that's when they, they actually start to nap better because they needed to be awake longer to be able to be tired enough to sleep long enough. Right. It's an ever evolving puzzle. Well, I'm so glad that you were here to tell us um, the story. I know people are going to resonate with that. So um, if people want to connect with you um, to just maybe um, see, see what you guys are all about and see Peyton, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I am on Instagram, Taylor E. Spooner. Um, send me a DM or if you want to chat about your, you know, sleep training experience or if you have anxiety about um, you know, schedules and leaving the house and things like that. I've totally been there. And, um, there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and I have found that light through little C's sleep program. So it's been, it's been awesome. Taylor, thanks so much for sharing your story. I know this was an encouragement to other moms. Parents tell me constantly that they love to hear real stories because it makes them believe and know that this is something they can achieve too. So I'm so grateful for you sharing that, Taylor. If you would like to share your story, would you please let us know? Please send us an email, support at littlezsleep.com and tell us that you want to share your story. We want you here and we want to spread the message that anyone can make sleep happen. Now, I do want to mention that throughout this interview, Taylor mentioned a $57 program. Since we chatted earlier in the summer, we have combined many of our offers and you will find our sleep e-coaching program, both the four to five month and the six to 16 month in one package for $99. So you can make sleep a thing in your family starting tonight. Thank you guys so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.